Reverso having a snack over there? Reverso uh-huh. is back. Ladies and gentlemen, we are live. No, we're not live. This is pre-recorded on Friday. Rex has something that he wants to tell the listeners about whether they like the show or not, what they can do if they do not like the show or if they do like it. Oh, I'll tell you what you can do. If you like it, dude, you can go ahead and share it, dude. Subscribe. And if you don't like it, go ahead and share it, dude. Subscribe. <laughs> like, send an email, man. <laughs> hey, dude, man. If you like it, if you don't, it don't matter. Yeah, we. <laughs> he just doesn't care anymore. No. He's lost his marbles. Speaking of people who lost their marbles, what is this? This guy right here? Yeah, I, dude, I remember we, this clown. And we were talking a little bit. This is Stephen Colbert. for, And, dude, this guy is such a loathsome douche. <laughs> Um, he is like with his one weird ear and I don't care. Oh, that happened in a car accident. Doesn't matter. Is that what happened? I don't know. I don't either. Cause I, <laughs> some I acid that, fell on him. It doesn't matter. Like back when this idiot did the, uh, the Colbert report on, uh, comedy central, which I, and I always kind of wondered how that made it on comedy central too, because it wasn't funny then. Like he's just as not funny now as, yeah, he, this, as he wasn't yeah. then. But I saw his weird ear way, way back when, but no, this guy He's talking a little bit, and it's like we already knew, because I think we talked a little bit about it last week, that, hey, this is going to be, the Putin invasion is going to be the perfect, this, this is going to be the perfect excuse for Biden and that whole administration to blame gas prices on. Like, mm-hmm. Oh, that, yes. That's what's coming. Yeah. The, so, yes. so the last year is going to be completely irrelevant, how it's how it spiked and, and, and been on the rise uh, for the last year. But none of that will matter because they will blame it on Putin mm-hmm. um, because like that guy's the ultimate scapegoat. And so, but so he talks a little bit about, um, he, he already alludes to that. So we've already got to get that narrative going. Uh, Cause that's like the new talking point that we have to. They, every, Putin's to blame for everything. Yes. And, and especially the hiking gas prices. So I know because like the, the white house did like a hashtag Putin's gas prices or something. Yeah, it was like that. Putin price hike. Right. So, and the bad thing is, there's some people that should know better that fall for this still, but whatever. But yeah, like and then he, just people. Uh. <laughs> but he goes into uh, just people. He goes into what he what he would pay per gallon, and and they go into it because anymore, like I, they they keep calling this a moral victory. Like we need to get rid of Russian oil because this this will be a moral victory. Mm-hmm. And he talks about how. Because again, the left always think that they have the moral high ground, which they don't. Because like you people are unadulterated, just absolute baby slaughterers, so you don't hold the moral high ground on anything. anything. Yeah, anything ever. So he says a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. Since the invasion, oil prices have skyrocketed. Today, the average gas price pause in that? America hit an all-time record high. <laughs> Boy, that took a long time. <laughs> well, yeah, it's just like you were saying, though. It's They've been up. Yes. And then now they're up even more. And so basically what you're saying, they're trying to downplay the increase from the the minute they stole the election up until this point. And then now everything, which, fine. Okay, continue, please. Which I think we we have, or we got somewhere around 4% of our oil from Russia. Mm-hmm. So, hey, that's cool. Yeah. I expect about, I don't know, a 4% price hike. Right. And what have we got? <laughs> like... I mean, realistically, I twenty thirty percent. Unless you drive a diesel, over four dollars per gallon. Okay, that stings. But a clean conscience is worth a buck or two. I'm willing to pay. 
Okay, so notice everybody claps like seals right there. I'm willing to pay $4 a gallon. Hell, I'll pay $15 a gallon because I drive a Tesla. Boom, and bomb. <laughs> and nobody. Yeah. Big, it, it cuts back to this this image of one of the guys in his show band, and he is nervously looking at the camera because he is not willing or probably able to pay $15 a gallon. Get that bleep button ready. <laughs> a clean conscience, $15 an hour, or uh, I'm sorry, a gallon gas. And I'm not going to stop saying it until they're gone and they're not doing this anymore. Solar panels, Chinese slaves, your Tesla that was more than likely built in China. I don't want to hear about your clean conscience. Dude. Yeah. You exploit Chinese slave labor, all of you, and you enjoy it. And as long as we can get those cheap solar panels and get off this, dude, the, the hypocrisy, it's just, it's just sick. It's just sick. I just but, think it's great because everybody in the everybody in the crowd was clapping like seals. It's like, hey, it, clean conscience is worth a buck or two. Heck, I'll pay, you know, and they clap like seals. And then I'll pay $15 a gallon. Eh, you're out there by yourself, buddy. Yeah. And that's a thing. Like, everybody's not able to afford a Tesla. And to be honest, like, I don't need a Tesla. I don't want a Tesla. I, I need a truck. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, like, absolutely. I, I don't well, need a, Well, you, I mean, what do you... You're not. I, okay. Well, I need to tow a bunch of nothing, dude. <laughs> okay. Like I've got to tow a trailer load full of absolutely nothing. <laughs> just around. checking. Just so, checking. But I don't need a Tesla to hey, do it. No, you know what's funny? We actually went and looked at the Teslas this week. Yeah. And the Teslas, the base model Tesla, has increased in the last twelve months from forty-seven thousand dollars to fifty-nine thousand dollars in twelve months. Yeah, but can't you get a subsidy when you buy that thing? The base model. And that's affordable That's including for, the subsidy. Yeah, and everybody's got the money to go drop $60,000 on a vehicle, right? Yeah. Like, exactly. I'm, I'm just not interested in an electric vehicle. That just doesn't make sense to me right now. The thing is, like, I don't understand where it is the government, because that's what they're they're trying to do. Like, they, they keep trying to push the narrative that everybody needs to go to electric vehicles. And honestly... I don't know why it's the government's job to worry about what it is that I'm driving. It's not your it's not your job no. and it's not your concern. Like, Killing the planet. Don't worry about I mean, it's just like you don't need to worry about where I live. You don't need to worry about what color underwear I wear. Like you don't it, it's not your concern. I drive whatever it is that I want to drive and, and that I can afford. Yeah. I drive something within my means and Yeah, but it, but if Steve it, if, like you guys can kick rocks. It's but don't you feel guilty though that you don't have a clean conscience? Yeah, I could drive, yeah, this Tesla truck that looks like a, I mean, it looks like a rendering that a child would draw. That's why so you it, need the Challenger that, that I have the picture of from this week that had a dually axle, dually fender, sweet roof rack, brush guard. It was a ethnic individual that had done this in his car. A one-ton. It's a one-ton Challenger. It's the best of both worlds. You get the, the towing capacity of a Ford dually and the fenders. <laughs> it's not a diesel, so you're not paying $5 yet. What is it? What you got over there? It's a beautiful car. I wonder just offhand what Stephen Colbert makes, like what Let's he's worth. That. Well, because like I would, that would be something to know when he's saying that he would pay fifteen dollars an hour. Like I always love getting browbeaten by a millionaire. Yes. Oh, I can guarantee that, he's a millionaire. Uh, not only, yeah, a millionaire that also holds the moral high ground. Yeah, of course. So, well, let me give you and the listeners. A far better explanation of what actually is going on here. One thing. Sure. Stephen Colbert's net worth, $75 million. That's more than I thought it would be. 
It's a lot more than I thought it would be. Yeah. And see, I don't have $75 million, so not, and, willing, which I, that, not willing to pay 15 That just shows dollar. what uh, we already know, which is that the, the, these people don't understand the disconnect, Like, which they don't want to understand. Make no mistake. They don't want to understand the disconnect between the disparity between them and us, and it doesn't matter because when your Tesla breaks down, if there's not somebody like us to fix it, you're screwed. He got a raise in 2020 to an annual salary of $16 million. To be a propagandist. Let me hit you with some real facts and some real numbers from somebody that's notoriously good with numbers. This person's an economist, graduated at the top of his class. None of that's true. <laughs> I, was, I was sensing some sarcasm. Why gas prices are so high. Washington Post op-ed by, uh, by um, Dana Milbank. Because the Washington Post is completely objective. Opinion. Biden heated Republicans' plea to ban Russian oil. They pounced. And it goes on to talk about why it's gone... Don't let anybody tell you anything you did supporting the idea that we block Russian oil coming into the country, which is going And I said at the time, prices are going to go up for gasoline. It wasn't anything we did. And by the way, you're in a situation right now where if you take a look, the idea, can we uh, uh, pump more oil? There are now... Uh, uh, now five, there are 172 gas and oil rigs r- running. Now we have clear as good God. Bo- no, it's clear as day, <laughs> dude. Now we have a full flag observation. Totally comprehensive. I- I'm informed. This is blue collar blacklisted. Regularly making sure social media platforms are aware of the latest narratives dangerous to public health. You shouldn't be banned from one platform and not others uh, if you are for uh, uh, providing misinformation out there. Algorithms, I don't know how they work, but they all do know how they work. The public has a right to know. That's the point that we're making, and we're dealing with a life or death issue here, and so everybody has a role to play in making sure there's accurate information. You, you looked up that song. What? That one. Oh, if you were playing the bass, I was being the lead singer. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Listen, I want to, uh, we're going to get to something in just a second, but I just want you to know I'm mad. He's mad. He's mad. You're mad. I am. That guy's mad. Joe Biden's mad. <laughs> Everybody's mad. I'm sick of this stuff. He's sick of it. We have to talk about it because the American people think the reason for inflation is government spending more money. Simply not true. It's not true. He said so. I'm tired of it. He's sick of it. He's sick of it. Stanley's sick of it. Sick of Rex it. is sick of it. Reverso is sick of it. Buford's sick of it. That guy's sick of it. The dog over here is sick of it. And I didn't think there was anybody that was better at Kamala at letting tons of words spew out of their mouth and saying absolutely nothing. She did a lot of that this week. If we got time, we will get to it, but we got a, we got a stack deck here that... Uh, I mean, because that clip you played before the intro, like, he's just, you're just spewing words. But, I mean, what are you, it's incoherent nonsense. You're like, you're not, you're not saying anything. What are the sounds spilling out of your mouth, son? Nobody understands. No. We got an email that we get a lot of emails, but they're usually saying one thing or another. This one had a lot of questions in it. So, uh, let's see. This was from Laura, and I won't read it all because it's, nobody wants to hear of people, uh, saying glowing things about us, except for me. 
<laughs> but <laughs> I know you should see his uh, his office. He has all these emails about him, like printed out and oh, hanging all over the place. Yeah. You guys should see and him smiling right now, dude. I have one yeah. that I use for a necklace. I would just wear it around. I would describe you as jovial. I wear that one email around like that. Uh, what was the guy that wore the clock on his neck? The rapper, DJ Jazzy Jeff. Is that him? No, Flavor Flav. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know everything. So anyway, uh, she says I wanted to comment on why Biden said "Go get him" at the end of the State of the Union address, and sounded so unsure of what he was saying. It was probably because he wasn't sure if he should he he could use the pronoun him or if he needed to say him, they, her, us, we, them. That's probably that's that sounds like it's got some validity. <laughs> that's a good to it. solid point. Yeah. yeah, which he was never on board with those things before. And she says, "I love your guys' show, mainly just Stanley." <laughs> yeah, just kidding. I saw I saw that email. I don't know what it says. <laughs> yeah. Do you guys have any plans on making any video podcasts that will be loaded onto Rumble? And this is something that we discussed early on when we did this: is that if we were going to do it, it like video, I'm really only the one that has like a a face for video. So that's the main reason we haven't done that. And that's because he gets Botox weekly. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Stanley has a face for radio. (laughs) (laughs) No, uh, we don't. I mean, not like video of us in in our studio, but uh, maybe. And tell me if this is fair. We all, some of us have jobs that are more prone to getting in trouble for some, maybe some of the things we say than others. Is that accurate? Is that would you say it that yeah, way? Yeah, that sounds accurate. Okay, so so are you saying some of us have government jobs? I, look, I just don't know nothing about nothing. But there's a like, yeah. So if if this was to generate income and it could be more of a you know, you know, as the listenership goes up, then maybe it's a possibility. Maybe everybody does want to see Reverso. Okay, saying can we, Reverso is a federal agent. Can we put a picture of you on the Instagram? You never mess with. What was that deep breath? Did I expose your federal agency? Yeah. There um, it is again. Is that? It? Are you undercover? Witness protection program. It's like the time you saw that UFO. Remember? Oh yeah. Does, does you think it's got anything to do with it? Uh huh. Also, it would be great if you could do a show outlining and advice on how to start homeschooling. My son is almost five and will be starting kindergarten. We also have a son. Uh, our wives, uh, Stanley Rex's wives, kind of spearhead that, and I've I've talked to some of them. Which it's it's not always easy to get somebody to come on and do something like this. But I will try and we're going to try and line up someone that's very experienced with it. And that for anybody else that doesn't know, that obviously varies state to state. So and Democrat run states would probably be a lot more heavily regulated than a red state. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Then she had said, uh, I think Reversa was working on that. But another topic that, that may be of some help is if you know of any alternative companies that are conservative that we can support. I'm always trying to find new companies to support, but don't always have time to research them. Yeah, we uh, got one of those uh, that that we were working on, and w- we may get to it. I don't know. Yeah, but um, honestly, on, local businesses. Yes, I mean would be my would be my favorite. Well, yeah, I mean, and that's one of the things here. Most of your like where we're at, most of your local owned businesses are owned by conservatives. Primarily, the the thing from that e- that I gleaned most from that email was the the homeschool stuff. And I wish we had more this evening, but uh, stuff just doesn't seem to move that fast for us but we we will work on getting getting some stuff and then i will i'm working on compiling a list of links to send to her individually but then for anybody else that may be curious we'll, we'll have that um in, in the next few weeks don't think we don't intend to or forgot about it just it's crazy right now so thank you for the email we greatly greatly appreciate that 
anybody else that wants to email info at bcblpodcast.com. And if you want to call next week, we'll be on from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern on Friday, the 18th, 561-363-6060. Again, we greatly appreciate that email, Laura. Thank you. Next is uh, this kid went viral for this. And, and rightfully so. Yeah. I, everybody that has listened for any amount of time knows I love the UFC, which I've he's been around for a minute. But uh, this kid owns a farm in Arkansas, and he he doesn't train at, like, a big prestigious camp or anything like that. This guy's, like, extremely basic living. And I think this guy literally gets out in the shed and, like, punches slabs of meat like Rocky. Yeah. Well, they, I mean, they do have a gym there, but, like... No, it, it, no that's not the way I picture yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> which, I mean, they, they did have... Uh, it goes down to the, lo- <laughs> to the local, you know, the butcher shop and just goes yeah. into the freezer... Meat slabs of meat, all that good stuff. Yeah. But, yeah, no, he had uh, this to say after his uh, fight this weekend, and it's crazy because uh, so many of the the UFC fighters tend to lean conservative, which in the UFC it's indisputable what they did through the whole coronavirus nonsense and the the idiotic regulations. Dude, they basically circumvented all of that and spearheaded the the formula for for staying active and still producing – shows and still having fights and entertaining people. So one of the things that they initially did was, which nobody knew for the longest time, they were trying to buy their you know, own quote-unquote island, fight island, and they had had a place in Abu Dhabi, and they had it set up with all the testing and X, Y, and Z, but they were still able to hold fights. And then I think it was Jacksonville, Florida, was the first one back in the States with limited capacity. But the UFC, never they never slowed down. I love the UFC. I like it quite a bit. But anyways, here's uh, this is Bryce Mitchell on the whole Russia and Ukraine situation? You know, um, here's my first thought is I'm not going nowhere to fight none of these wars for these politicians. I'm staying at home, and when the war comes to Arkansas, I will dig my boots in the ground, and I will die for everything I love, and I will not retreat. If this country's invaded and... Everybody's saying, well, we gotta we gotta evacuate, we gotta leave. We got I will not. I will dig my boots in the Arkansas soil and I will fight for the people that I love, for the land that I love and the way of life that I love. But I'm not going overseas to fight. I don't know what's going on, to be honest, brother. I really don't. There's so much stuff and I don't think nobody knows what's going on fully. There's been so much political corruption in that area. You got Biden and his son making a shit ton of money off of um, and using our tax dollars to bribe their people. That's treasonous in my opinion. Uh, so you got Hunter Biden and his son using our tax dollars. Hey, if, if Ukrainian government, if you don't do this, we're taking your tax dollars. He shouldn't be giving our tax dollars to that country anyway. We got veterans out here sleeping on the street and you're gonna give our freaking tax dollars to these Ukrainians and all the, I, brother, I don't know what's going on over there, but I'm not going over there fighting, and God bless anybody that's over there fighting, and I hope that this shit just gets solved. And, man, I don't like war. You know what I mean? I don't want people dying and all that stuff. I don't want to be – I don't know what's going on. There's so much stuff that I think that's corrupted that we just don't know what's truly going on over there. And I just – I pray all those people are safe. Make no mistake, dude. This guy – I don't – it doesn't matter what anybody says. This dude puts his life – up up to potentially his life. Anytime you fight in a cage, man, like – there's anything can happen. Granted, there's never been a death or even or a major league seriously close to death injury in the UFC, by the way. Yeah. Not like the NFL. I don't even know that anybody's ever broke a nail in the UFC. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Reverso likes it. Why yeah, does everybody like it when somebody know, busts kinda, my chops, dude? Well, I'm just saying it's kind of soft in my opinion. It is. Like, it is. Are these it people going to fight or not? Like, <laughs> Okay. They even use gloves, don't they? I think four so. Ounce. They're four ounce. 
Yeah. What yeah. does that mean? Like, that no, means it's only four ounces it, of padding where yeah. the knuckles would be, and it's basically just to, to so their knuckles don't get abraded. So there's no, like in boxing with a 16-ounce glove, you know, with the, all the yeah. padding in it. Yeah. Four so ounces. So that prevents them from bleeding yeah, when they get hit, right? It's basically yes. a pillow fight. Like <laughs> yeah, you get down into your underwear and pillow fight. Yeah. And dry hump each other, too. It's common. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Well, yes, you mount one another. Either way, this guy knows a thing or two about fighting. I don't think he's scared of anything. And you can even hear the yeah. emotion. You see it in his eyes. Like, I, I, I take the dude at his word. I, I feel that, that uh, he means what he says. And the thing that the thing that gets me is the part where he says, I don't know what's going on over there. <laughs> and and I th- and we touched on it last week, like because nobody really does, because we we went over multiple different things that were thought to be news and then debunked. Yes. And so that's why I mean I'm I I tend to lean with him because we don't you don't know what's true. Like, right. You know what this seems like to me is you know when the Cold War was over and the USSR was disbanded all that they sold all their weaponry and all that stuff and it was just like a big yard sale and everybody was going over there and buying all their arms and and everything and and it was like a big flea market and it was pennies on the dollar that's that's what's going on with russia right now but it's with all of their assets yeah what is going on where is all of these russian assets going that's being seized where are all these multi-million dollar yachts going? Where are all of these assets going that's seized? Someone is purchasing these things for pennies on the dollar. Yeah. Which congressmen, yeah. which senators, which corporations are purchasing these things? Which sealed companies and organizations and private entities are purchasing these things that nobody knows about right now that will be disclosed many years down the road. And then you'll be like, oh, okay, so that's why that happened. Yeah. And it'll be disclosed that the Bidens were in on it, Pelosi was in on it, and who else was in on it. And they've made tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars off of these Russian billionaires and Russian millionaires. And that's why they wanted to go in and do this stuff. Well, oh, and that's that's what that's why I'm kind of with him because we we don't know what's actually going on. I tend to not trust either one of these countries or their leaders or this one. Yeah, or or this one, and that's what like. It, it, here's what we do know: is when you play dangerous games on with. Under like you do dangerous deals like under the table government funded like pocket padding inside deals like with your you know your secret bio labs and your chem labs and all of that stuff that that's that's come out like with playing with people's like, with your economy with people's livelihoods and things like that which is exactly what you're talking about like your America's tried to I mean what did they what did they tank the Russian ruble. Or whatever percent, but it's never it's never them that have to go over there, put boots on the ground, and actually do any of the fighting. Oh, amen. So you guys play these dangerous games, but you don't like you're never the one. Yeah, you're quite literally their pawns. Yes, 
it's always regular blue collar working class people that go and fight your wars mm-hmm. over things that you deem us too st- like we're on a need to know basis and we're too stupid to know what's going on in the background. You just need to worry about being little pawns. And when we say jump, when we say go fight, and that's why I'm with him. Like I, this, this isn't our fight out of all the countries on this planet. Why is it always the United States that has to make, you know, the world's looking at the United States and, and how they back Ukraine. Wow. Why are they looking at us? Why are they not looking to Canada or Australia or New Zealand or Mexico or Germany or France or, you know, anywhere in Africa? Like, pick a place. Why is it always us? Is it because the the, the political class of the United States of America is the most honest and the most ethical? (laughs) And so is it, it... when we watch Stephen Colbert, you're making an appeal to a clean conscience, ethics. You're making this ethical. And again, the, coming from political persuasion that supports abortion wholeheartedly and wholesale. And, and think back to the, the uh, mid-2000s, 2005, whenever it was, the Team America World Police. You know, we're not the world police. That was the rallying cry of the left. Iraq and Afghanistan, we got to get out of there. War is bad. We're not the world police. We're not nation building, blah, 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 blah. We're not spreading democracy. Leave people alone. What changed? And so right now they're making an appeal to you that if you don't support going into Ukraine, that you're somehow not patriotic. But like this guy just outlined, what where's the patriotism in doing the bidding of like an extremely, extremely and that the thing is you don't have to be well educated. I was just say I've got a chip on my shoulder because I there was somebody that listens to the show that 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 said negative things about this individual and what he what he had to say. And so I we don't know what's going on, but I'm going to do as thorough a possible as possible job of trying to break this down with what I do know, and for our listeners and just. But I know they're trying to make an appeal to the clean conscience. It's the right thing to do, but again, and I'm going to keep beating this dead horse. What about the Uyghur Muslim slaves that are building the solar panels that you're buying for cheap? That's not as important. Is a uh, you know uh, you can be ethical and pay quote unquote fifteen dollars for gas, but you can't pay more for a solar panel. Why not? What's what's the difference? I'm confused here. Well, I mean, could you do, could you have any an idea what the difference is between those two types of people? What 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 what's wrong? And so you know, people are dying. Oh yeah, people die all day every day. People die of heart disease. People die of cancer. People die of things, drugs, and people that come across the southern border. But the media is not fixating there. They're fixating here. Why? Because they want to affect public opinion. That's what I was saying earlier. There's a bad problem with people falling back. And that's one of the things about, to get back to Donald Trump, a disruptor. He disrupted the whole methodology of what they do. He threw them off their game because they couldn't fixate on these things. And that's one of, uh, I've said it so many times, I'm rambling, and this is going to be a long one. I'm sorry. I said on here last week even, it's almost like they're playing catch up with all the things they're doing because of the four years of peace and prosperity and peace. And you have to remember, they full-fledged expected in 2016 that Hillary Clinton was going to be elected. So when I say they're playing catch-up, they're making up for four years that they thought they had in the bag. That's why they had to get him out. That's why they stole the election. It's to, and if you don't understand this, I'm sorry, but it's to push like this right here. Can anybody create an argument to the other one? To, to, can no. anybody tell me no. any different? So... What do we got? Uh, this next one. Here's, here's a good explanation. To go back to what Bryce Mitchell just made a reference to. And see, people forget. It's, when they start ginning up, again, oh, the, the Russians 
are are they're following the um, they're they're following the Russian soldiers around with and it's a mobile crematorium so they can just burn the soldiers up their families don't know they just disappeared them no that was a garbage truck that incinerated trash yes from a video from the company the manufacturer from 2013 we talked about this last week not real so many of these th- these things aren't real there's a Zelensky Zelensky is a little have you seen the video of this guy in high heels dancing around doing all the gay stuff you know, the acting stuff. He's a, he's a weirdo. He's a shill, and he's a globalist pawn, if you ask me. That's what I think. I th- or rather, a tool. He's a globalist tool. And so, Bryce Mitchell, while not obviously highly educated on geopolitical issues, I'm sure, it doesn't matter. He's a regular dude that knows, hey, man, something's wrong here. This doesn't add up because I'm not watching Fox News or CNN all day long droning on about what's right and what's wrong. I don't need freaking news to tell me what's right and what's and wrong, I do know this. This is Joe Biden. What year was this? I think this was 2017. I believe this is in 2017. Let's hit it. I remember going over convincing our team, our brothers, to convincing us that we should be providing for loan guarantees. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and uh, and I was going supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to press conference. I said, "No, nah. I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, you're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here. I think it was, what, six hours? I looked, I said, I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. Oh, son of a bitch. (laughs) Got fired. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money. That sounds a little bit like what they accused Donald Trump of, does it not? Yes, it does. Pay to play. And so the, the left has tried to sanitize this that uh, because they were, oh, they weren't examining Hunter Biden now. In 2014, if I'm, and I don't have the dates written down, Burisma, the energy company that he worked for, they were supposedly investigating Burisma before Hunter Biden had a job there. And they loosely try to say that this was in, in relation to that, that this video is not about him getting the prosecutor fired because they were investigating the company while Hunter Biden worked there. What do you think is more plausible? <laughs> I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Use your freaking brain. So this is, and that's just the start of it. And I'm going to say this with every clip that we go through and every article we go through. Does this seem like a place with stuff like this going on where we need to spill American blood and American treasure? It does not. And this, this, this is just the beginning. So when that UFC fighter, again, and, and I just want to say this, man. I'm, 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 I know I'm going to try to make this as quick as possible, but I'm, I'm going to go over here, over there, upside down do a loop, whatever. I think there's a misconception with the person that, that I was having the spirited debate with about like a UFC fighter. Like this guy, he, does, he oh, he sounds dumb is what this person said. And he just sounds like he's has a Southern accent to me. You cannot fight at this level and be stupid. I don't care who you are. It takes a, a relatively high level of intelligence to be able to compete at this level. Stupid people cannot fight like this man can fight. They can't fight like anybody that would be fighting him in that organization at that level. These are intelligent people. They're not stupid. And so next, we are over here on Gateway Pundit. And the headline, documents reveal U.S. Department of Defense was funding Ukrainian biolabs. See, I thought this was 
kind of conspiratorial, and maybe it was, uh, as they say, and again, everybody's susceptible to, and that's, again, going back to what this fighter said, you don't know what's what, yes. what's misinformation, what's real. But, but this is another thing that they swore to us was not happening. Sure. And while this is going to be a Russian accusation, just bear with us. We'll get, we're going to get through this. Yes. Together. We were swore that they swore to us that this was Russian disinformation. Mm-hmm. This was propaganda. Mm-hmm. So there was multiple, multiple media outlets that said that this was not a thing. Yeah. So much so that I thought, okay, surely that's not real. Yeah. And when they're telling you that, you can bet for sure. Yeah. That it is indeed happening. Yeah. Well, this this was before the mainstream media started saying that you know it was not true. That I was a little bit skeptical. Once they did start to say that that it, that it wasn't true, is oh well, wait a minute. So the the fact that they even acknowledged it because they had to they try to get out in front of these things. So Russia releases list of biological agents tested in U.S. bio labs in Ukraine, including Salmonella and E. coli. And I I don't want to get to it yet, but there is so much to what is going on over there, and there's so much information, and it's all interconnected. COVID, all this stuff. They we'll, we'll get to it. On Sunday, March 6, twenty twenty two, Russian news agency. Ria Novosti released documents they claim show Ukraine was working on biological weapons near the Russian border. Novosti accused the U.S. of instructing Ukraine to destroy the biological agents before the Russian invasion. The Ministry of Health in Ukraine ordered the biological agents be destroyed in a February 24th memo. There's a picture of the memo. Russia also released a list of biological agents allegedly being stored in the lab for testing. This included Salmonella and E. coli update. Upon further review, anthrax and the plague were not listed in the documents, as Russia claimed. However, a U.S.-funded laboratory in Odessa, Ukraine, was testing anthrax and the plague, according to Tucker Carlson tonight. Hat tip, hat tip to Cannon for originally reporting on the U.S. funded labs back on March 1st, and we now, and now we know who is funding the Ukrainian bio labs. It was the U.S. Department of Defense. A document from the U.S. Embassy that was scrubbed from the internet was found in the Wayback Machine. The document reveals the U.S. Department of Defense was donating to Ukrainian diagnostic bio labs. There is that document. Here's another, and we can. We'll obviously have a link to this in the description. Here's another deleted document on the Department of Defense funding for a veterinary biolab. There's that. There are at least 10 documents implicating the U.S. Department of Defense and funding Ukrainian biolabs. They are still archived thanks to Flaming Sword, and there's all of those. You can see them there. Yeah, because they they put out a video, or somebody hunted down an old video um, of some people. They were talking about how these were these were there, and this is the, the next lie that we've been... Uh, that we've been fed was that these were all for making vaccines. Like we, this isn't a military thing. We're actually doing like testing and like the one in Wuhan. Yes. And, and we're testing to make vaccines. So, and, and I was listening to a guy earlier that's a lot smarter than I am. And he was going through these videos. And at the end of this propaganda piece, after they get through telling you that all of this is for vaccine making and all of that, they give you a link to a website that is, and I can't remember it. I wish I could. I could probably hunt it down. But the end of it was .mil. So instead of being .com, this is... so after Military. You, yes. After you get through telling us that all of this stuff is definitely not military, you send us to a link that is definitely military like yeah. this is some kind of pentagon or like you said dod something like that funded yeah so and then all of that um which the guy looked it up and it was uh that particular website was down um, oh imagine that for yeah it's just a coincidence and it, yes it was down after uh newland 
the day or two after Newland came yeah. out. Well, I think she's not this next one, but she'll be okay, uh, we'll after get to that. that. Yeah. And so this next one is on bioprepwatch.com uh, by Tina. Is that Tina Redlip? Yes. All right. Well, take care of this in reverse. So the BioLab opens in Ukraine. This was from June 18th, 2010. U.S. Senator Dick Luger applauded the opening of an intern central reference laboratory in Odessa, Ukraine this week, announcing that it will be instrumental in researching dangerous pathogens used by bioterrorists. The Level 3 Safety Lab, which is the first built under the expanded authority of the non-Luger Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, will be used to study anthrax, tularemia, and Q fever, as well as other dangerous pathogens. The continuing cooperation of non-Luger partnerships has improved safety for all people against weapons of mass destruction and potential terrorist use. In addition to advancements in prevention of pandemics and public health consequences, Luger said. Luger said plans for the facility began in 2005 when he and then-Senator Barack Obama entered a partnership with Ukrainian officials. Luger and Obama also helped coordinate efforts between the U.S. and Ukrainian researchers that year in an effort to study and help prevent avian flu. The Non-Luger Act, which established the Cooperative Threat Reduction Program, was established in 1991. Since that time, it has provided funding and assistance to help the former Soviet Union dismantle and safeguard large stockpiles of nuclear, chemical, biological weapons. The program has also been responsible for destroying chemical weapons in Albania, Albania Luger said. Hmm. That seems weird. So Luger said plans for the for the facility began in 2005 when he and then Senator Barack Obama entered a partnership with Ukrainian officials. That's weird. And uh, they didn't do a very good job in preventing pandemics. That's weird. Hmm. I just, I don't understand. I just wondered how long does it take to destroy chemical weapons because they've been destroying them since '05. How long? Yeah. What is the approximate timeline of destroying a chemical weapon? I don't think they know because I don't think that's what they were doing. And so we have this lady up next, the Biden official. What's her name again? Newland? Yes. Well, let's just Victoria hear. Victoria Newland? Well, okay, so thus far, does again, does this. Today they're saying there are no biolabs. They're still saying that. They came back after this and said there's no biolabs. But let's hear what they had to say the other day. This is Wednesday. Ukraine has. Uh biological research facilities, which, in fact, we are now quite concerned Russian troops, Russian forces may be seeking to uh, gain control of. So we are working with the Ukrainians on how they can prevent any of those research materials from falling into the hands of uh, Russian forces should they approach. That's, do you see the way she's fiddling with that pen and yeah. spinning it around nervously? It reminds me when we watched the video of the way Vladimir Putin's uh, security, that, that guy that was... Yeah, the, the spy way, chief. Yeah, the way he was, uh, yeah, that's it. But the, that was... How nervous he was. That Why was Marco me? Rubio questioning her, is that correct? Yes. And she said, she's. we are very concerned. Mm-hmm. Why? Why? Why are you concerned? Is there something you need to hide there? And the thing is, like, all of these, because, and, and you can tell, you, you tell me, because we're, we're being fed the, you need to hate Russia, hate Russia, and always remember, whatever you're doing, remember to hate Russia, and, like, hate them and hate them first, and, and hate them wholeheartedly. So, these people want a war with Russia. Mm-hmm. 
There's no two ways about it. Mm-hmm. Um, as a matter of fact, like over the over this past week, you have Lindsey Graham saying that we need to assassinate Putin. Mm-hmm. And then knock yourself up, or yeah. knock, knock, yeah. don't knock yourself up. <laughs> <laughs> knock yourself out. Yeah, knock yourself. Yeah, if you if he's you, gay, if he could knock himself up, he might. Yeah, and if you want to go assassinate Putin, yeah, is knock, he gay? Knock yourself out. But I, that's, I think he is. But he seems like it. I'm sorry. He's, sorry, yeah, he's a little light in the loafers. I mean, I think we can yeah. all agree on that. So, yeah. but yeah, I, again, you're not going to be the one that flies overseas. Absolutely not. And and does the dirty work, you know, mm-hmm. like you, you're not going to be the one that does it. So it, it's going to be young blue collar Americans, working class people that are boots on the ground doing your dirty work. So completely expendable. Yes. You and just I. like the 13 that died on that botched withdrawal yes. that they give that, you know, Joe Biden as they're doing the ceremony with, on the return is checking his watch. So that was nice. The thing is, like you, you people know that you have labs over there. Wait, You're wait, 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 wait! Hold on, time out. The labs are just to destroy this stuff, right? Well, and that's the thing. Like, why are you concerned? Because you've been destroying this stuff since two thousand five. You haven't done it yet. <laughs> And then, and so now you're seriously, you said your words, not mine. You're very concerned because you failed to secure this, whatever it is that's in this level. This is a level three lab. Yeah, that's the same thing that was in Wuhan, by the way. Absolutely. How many levels are there? Three? Is this like the maximum one? Maybe. I don't, you know, but the thing is like, so. Reverso, do you know how many levels there are? This no, has I'm got looking right now. Though. This has got dangerous stuff in it that's unsecured. If you people let one more biological agent slip out of a out of a lab on purpose for an election, yes, I'm telling you. Like, and is it so? And this is a conspiracy. This is just me talking. This is just I'm spitballing, throwing stuff at a wall right now. So you let Putin, you let Putin get to this lab. You you let the Russians get to this lab, or so we're told. They get some kind of biological agent, something, release it into the world, and then guess what? That's our reason to go to war with Russia. Oh, they're already saying that. That's what they're already saying. Like so, yeah, they are saying that. Yeah, really? Uh, yeah, they're saying that a potential false flag where he does that and blames them. So that's nice. There yeah. are um, bio level four. That's what I thought. Quattro yeah. for our Spanish listeners. There are a small Thank number of um, bio level. <laughs> I'm very fluent in Spanish. Sorry, reverse. I'm very fluent in Spanish. Uh, let's we hear could, some of that. We could tell. Señoritas caliente. Uh, I only know really bad things. Yeah, from that there. doesn't mean anything. It does. It means hello, no, it hot doesn't. ladies. Hola, señoritas <laughs> caliente. Hello, hot ladies. Right? Is this good? Hey, let's hear from some of our Spanish-speaking listeners and, and uh, yeah, let's see. Oh, we we have one. I think we have more than one. <laughs> Hola, señorita caliente. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else I know is really not good. Yeah. It's not appropriate. And then people will get out their Google Translate and then they might not listen anymore. <laughs> you can't have that. This is this is PG twenty five. Well, this is PG twenty five. Well, it's PG by the time I finish editing it. <laughs> <laughs> it's not PG you know, for anybody in the studio. Uh, that, but is, that is fake news. Fake news. We're talking yeah. about a lot of fake news. Yeah. Stanley is the he's really the best when you look at it. He's the only one with a face for camera. <laughs> <laughs> I heard him. He was on Hannity last night, too. Sean, Who, Stanley? The, the guy that does. <laughs> Trump. Oh. The president. Um, yeah. 
and he's still like, man, which I, and, and I heard the other day, or I saw a meme and it was like, Hey, do you miss me yet? Yeah. And the, which is yes, absolutely. Um, well, Sean Hannity's been beating the war drums too. And that's a thing. Like everybody on both sides are like they, but Sean Hannity ain't going to saddle up, dude. <laughs> dude you know, he ain't going to catch a flight over here, dude. No, he's going to be in a studio talking that's about That's what it. I said, over here. <laughs> so do you think they're just letting Russia just um, wear themselves down then? And that's Is that a, what they're doing? And that's the thing. Like, I, I don't really know. And see, we were told that they were bombing oil fields in Ukraine, and that turned out to be fake. That didn't happen. And now they're telling us that the Russians are targeting hospitals and schools. And that may be true. But I don't know, and it's like we've said before on this show, I don't know because I don't trust you, and the yeah. reason I don't trust you is because you do nothing but lie. And, and that's not just the media. That's also the politicians, and we're yes. going to get into that. Well, I know one thing. China is not speaking out against Russia, and China is helping Russia. And, and wait, China, wait, wait. We can get cheap solar panels there, though, so and see, it's all good. Yeah, and China is, um, yeah, I mean, they're allowing Russia – since since Visa and MasterCard yes. yeah. and all of them have pulled out of Russia, China is allowing them to use their monetary system. Yeah, and, and then they're exporting things that they're not able to export to here to China. So China's Correct. sucking up all that all crude their oil. Wheat and all their oil. And, and not and only that, that when you're talking about, uh, w- w- I'm, I'm sorry to beat the dead horse, when John Kerry was confronted on one of the many occasions he was confronted about the solar panels made by slaves, you got to make choices. Global warming is a more important choice because global warming trumps everything, by the way, because it's, it's real, it's it's provable, it's science. <laughs> you know, it's science, dude. And so it's none of that's cyclical. Real. Yeah, no, it's it's just... it's. Yeah, and it's a money-making machine. And, and just keep John Kerry in mind, and we'll get to him in a minute. But the thing is, China is supporting Russia. Yes. And... Obviously, they had an agreement before all this. Well, let's also not pretend that okay, we're we're going to stop getting Russian oil now. We're going to get Iranian and Venezuelan, so terrorists and and, and from communists. Sa- yeah, and yeah. from Saudi Arabia, but right? Where they practice Sharia law. Yeah, but weren't the uh, the Europeans all upset when Russia said they were going to cut off the pipeline? Yes, and see, I saw a panel um, of people talking about China and and China's response to to Russia, and they were saying that you know. Putin is, he's targeting, we're told, is is targeting schools uh, and he's targeting hospitals. And the Chinese aren't going to put up with this. Like, they don't want to be, they don't want to be associated with somebody because these are considered war crimes to, to do that. And that the Chinese, and these are conservative people um, that are saying that the Chinese, you know, they, they don't want to be associated with Putin or they won't be. Uh, or won't want to be associated with Putin because of, you know, if he's guilty of these war crimes and things. And to me, you're, you're kind of like, you're, you're talking about China. Like they also hold some kind of moral standard. Like they don't have these Uyghur Muslims that are slaves. Yes. Like they value human life. And, and allow you to only have one child. Yeah, and and I gotta say, I really think that they could care less what Putin's targeting. Sure, absolutely. I, I don't think that they care if he's targeting hot schools, Which hospitals, is, like nursing homes. It, I, I think he could really care less. But as far as what Buford was saying about uh, basically China being able to exploit and take advantage of these sanctions, 
and the long-term ramifications of that, historically looking back, when, when the U.S. has done this time and time again during our lifetime, when has there not been consequences? You know, it, it pays... Let's take Osama bin Laden, for an example. This happened because of X, Y, and Z, you know, our, our involvement against the Russians in Afghanistan in the 80s. Yeah. And so you think uh, the Arab Spring, the how the how ISIS, and all these different things. There's so so many. And how would this be any different? Because that, what's going on over there is all this internal conflict between all these different rebel factions. Some are backed by Russia. Now some are backed by us. This, this is the same old story. And wh- why didn't Dan Marino play for the Dolphins? How come Dan Marino is still not playing for the Dolphins? Any any idea why Dan Marino is not still playing for the Dolphins? Too old. Well, what happened? How I don't understand. What is he slower now? Or I mean, how how come <laughs> they can't just play forever like these guys do? Yeah. These same stupid crooked bastards have been doing this same trick for so long, and people like I keep saying, yes. people are still falling for this dude. They're still buying it, and that's one of the things that's less dynamic about the older generations. They don't they they can't look at alternative media. They're stuck on mainstream media news sources because they they don't have the yeah and you're kind of the, a one trick pony right so but you, and and the thing is like with all of these sanctions you're worried about these two superpowers as as far as China and Russia you're worried about them like being in cahoots together and the thing is with all of these sanctions you're basically driving Russia deeper into China's arms yes yeah and there's going to be long term ramifications to that yeah and the, the they won't be consequences that these people individually have to pay. Just like now, the consequences from these decisions are bestowed upon the American taxpayer, unless you're this guy. Which I was reading the other day, too, that we continued commerce with Russia through the Cold War. Like while we had nukes aimed at one another, mm-hmm. that we still continued commerce with. So, yeah. to me... I mean, I, I don't, I don't know... To me, it seems like the, the people we're, we're about to, to talk a little more in depth about... Don't want something being found out there, and they'll they'll expend whatever they got to do to to cover it up. And so, and I'm so the whole misconception is, is that oh, if you if you don't side with the mainstream media narrative and the establishment government rhino Democrat narrative, that somehow you're pro Russia. Not yeah, true. You're a tool no. of Putin. No, that's not true no. either. It's it's almost like, and it's crazy because reasonable people otherwise. Decently reasonable people are talking that way, but it's just like when Barack Obama said, Republicans are for dirty air and dirty water if you don't want my heavy-handed regulations environmentally. No, that's stupid. That There's a middle ground. It's like if you... Maybe this is just me. <laughs> like, will you rub my back? No, you don't love me. Well, no, I just don't want to rub your back. <laughs> like, <laughs> there, there, There's a middle ground in there. Like, it's, yeah. it's not one extreme or the other, Barack Obama. Somewhere where Bryce Mitchell stands. Exactly. Like, I haven't lost anything in either one of those countries... A man, but I know what Arkansas looks like, <laughs> and I'm willing to fight for it. He hasn't lost something in that country, but let me tell you, someone who has—that's Hunter Biden, also Gateway pundit. Hunter Biden firm, Rosemont Seneca invested in firm tied to Ukrainian bio labs. This is a mystery. I can't believe this. Hunter Biden's firm, Rosemont Seneca, provided capital for the firms behind the creation of biolabs in Ukraine. We heard on Tuesday from the U.S. State Department that there were U.S. biolabs in Ukraine. Then on Wednesday, the Biden regime backtracked and insisted there were no biolabs <laughs> in Ukraine. Yeah, see, the thing is, you can't unring that bell. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> they, they, they maybe, well, for certain people. 
Why the sudden confusing messaging from the Biden gang, especially when there are documents that prove the U.S. was funding several of the biolabs they set up in Ukraine to study potentially dangerous pathogens during the Barack Obama era. We, era, we saw this in 2005. They're still trying to destroy these things. Oh, you Wait, said error. hold on. Error. It was right. Error. InfoWars put together an excellent article with the connections between Hunter Biden and the firm Metabiota, which was involved in the creation of the biolabs in Ukraine. There's a link in the Gateway Pundit article under this that, that headline. What Read that. Read that headline one more time. It'll there'll be a link. There'll be a link to this Gateway Pundit article. The link to InfoWars is in there, and it's amazing. It's long, and it does a very, very good job at kind of untangling some of the web that these idiots have gotten into over here. Which is why, in my opinion, they want us involved in this stupid nonsense. It's it's disgusting, and it's like I said, the it, person. It's funny to me that the company is Meta Bio. To yeah, it's got bio in the name. Yes. <laughs> It's the, almost like you guys were funding bio labs. This this next part's even better. The Gateway Pundit identified through the Wayback Machine. If you don't know what the Wayback Machine is, that's the thing you can go back and get historical stuff that's been deleted from the internet. That Rosemont Seneca provided capital invested in Meadow Biota as noted on the firm's website back in 2014. It is listed as our team's investment on the Rosemont Rosemont Seneca webpage. And remember, Hunter Biden was at a job at an energy company over there mm. getting paid a lot of money <laughs> for doing nothing. And his dad had a prosecutor fired over there. So by withholding aid, yes, what they accused Trump of doing. We also located a number of documents from the Wayback Machine that show the Department of Defense in investing in the creation of biolabs in Ukraine with the help of firm Black and Veatch. Here is a sample of one of the documents located. Metobiota published its relationship with Black and Veatch in 2018. Quote, today, Metobiota, the pioneer in epidemic risk modeling, sound familiar, announced it has been awarded a subcontract from Black and Veatch to support the U.S. Defense Threat Reduction Agency's cooperative biological engagement program in Iraq under the Biological Threat Reduction Integrating Contract. Metobiota has partnered with BNV, on DTRA's recently awarded cooperative threat reduction integrating contract with an indefinite delivery, indefinite quantity contract ceiling of $970 million. The U.S. State Department admitted to having biolabs in Ukraine on Tuesday in front of the U.S. Senate. Then yesterday, the Biden White House claimed that biolabs in Ukraine were not biological weapons labs. So there you have Hunter Biden all off in the middle of that. And... I don't know if we have the article up where uh, McConnell wants to join the Democrats and up their $10 billion aid package in that omnibus spending bill and up it to 14, which goes right back to what I was saying, the same thing this UFC fighter saying. I don't understand. Can anybody here imagine, I don't know, when you're hearing the things like what we're talking about, where that $14 billion might wind up. And our guest tomorrow <laughs> is yeah. going to cover a lot oh, of this stuff. Excellent. You know what? I am curious as to where that. Where do you think that'll wind up? Oh, that's going to get gone. And it's, this is a misconception that people like the, the person I had this you know debate with believe. Oh, that's going to go to help people. When has that ever happened? When has that ever happened? And it may have happened. I just don't know when it was. So yeah, somebody's going to have to tell it's me. It's going to help people buy big screen TVs. Mm -hmm. It's going to help people inhale things in their lungs. It's going to help yeah. help people snort stuff up their nose. Yeah. It's going to help people buy new tennis shoes. Yeah. Nice marble floors. Yeah. Vanities and some whatnot. Parmesan, some Parmesan cheese. Yeah. Believe me. It's going yeah, to help people do all kinds of stuff. So uh, I just need to read this one real quick because now this is the 
confirmation. State Department claims U.S. does not have chemical and biological weapons labs in Ukraine. The Ukraine government does. While Fox News host Tucker Carlson was highlighting the issue of, com- of confirmed chemical and biological research facilities in Ukraine funded with U.S. money, the State, Depart- the State Department released this statement via Twitter. Scroll on down. Fact. The United States does not have chemical and biological weapon labs in Ukraine. The U.S. is in full compliance with its obligations under the Biological Weapons Convention and does not develop or possess chemical biological chemical and biological weapons anywhere. And so that's the thing. The, US, the United States does not have chemical and biological weapons in Ukraine because they moved him. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, like you, what we were saying earlier is, look, these aren't these aren't weapons. These aren't meant to be weapons. I mean, sure, they can be used they're as vac- weapons. They're vaccines. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's all with the verbiage. It's yeah. it's the the change in the verbiage, whether it's whether it's considered a weapon or not. Yeah, and uh, Reverso, hit the C-SPAN on Twitter right quick. And so remember, John Kerry, Mitt Romney, Nancy Pelosi, there's a big piece on Nancy Pelosi's son's work in Ukraine. It's beautiful. And uh, Joe Biden, all all these corrupt, rotten pieces of crap's children just happen to have these jobs that have nothing to do with with anything that they specialize in, making a a lot of money. And it's all in the same place. So here is this guy who's also not going to saddle up in his temple garments, his magical <laughs> underwear, and fly over here his damn self. So let's hear it from freaking temple garments himself, people. He has asked us for aircraft, specifically MiGs. Can you pause that? We need to get in those MiGs. <laughs> we got to get in the MiGs. The, uh, is this guy not the, the, the worst stereotypical, quintessential stereotypical politician from any, any movie or anything? You're just, he's so fake. Everything about this dude is so fake, except his temple garments. I guarantee you they're legit. He's definitely got politician hair. Mm. How it's kind of like, he wants to look distinguished with the gray and yeah. how it's kind of, how it's, you know, it's well, yeah. it's well groomed and it's pushed back. It's kind of slick back. And it's kind of like used car salesman, kind of sleazy, like cheese ball. Yeah, typical politician. If you're a Mormon, do you know the first rule of temple garments? Is you don't talk about temple garments. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. That's real. That's a real thing. The second rule of temple garments is you don't talk about temple garments. That's exactly right. All right, Rosso. It's a bipartisan message. It's not just us. Uh, We had a hearing this morning with a foreign relations committee. Uh, The uh, chairman, Chairman Menendez, said the same thing. Senator Shaheen said the same thing. Democrats are saying the same thing. Send these MIGs. And the question is, well, why aren't they being sent? Because we've heard now for days that this oh, is Oh, look who's standing next to them. Enough talk. People are dying. Lindsey Graham. Send them the planes that they need. The they say they need yeah. MIGs. People say, well, maybe that's not the ideal weapon for them. That's what they say they want. They're there. They have the eyes to determine what they want. They want MIGs. Get them the MIGs. As Joni just indicated, some say, right, well, this you, you might stop be, it there. Uh, and, and so, and well, actually, no, play it. Play it. I'm sorry. Provocative. My goodness, Russia has invaded a land in an unprovoked place. Th- this is extraordinary that we're worried about that. By the way, we're, we're mm. not going to stop the killing okay, pause in that. Ukraine. And so, this guy can't even smell MIG. Yeah. And, <laughs> and, uh, it's it's a sin to just to question the narrative. You know what I mean? Like say, yes. oh, you're you're a Russian agent. No, like I just want the objective 
at least uh, some semblance of the objective truth, you're not going to get it from him, and you're not going to get it from that rat lesbian uh, <laughs> next to him. You know what I mean? That, ra- that rat lesbian Lindsey Graham, you dirty rat. You ain't nothing but a little two-faced backstabbing. And I'll tell you this, he is the, which now that... that you I'm going to go ahead and tell you, between both of them, like, if you put all of their hands together, you can't find not one callus. Oh, absolutely not. Got, there's never been dirt under either two. your face how what? soft your hands are. Yeah, dude. There, there's never been dirt under either two of these jerk-offs fingernails, dude. And so, much less any, any anything worthwhile. It, it's the same thing. Or it, you guys, are you're calling for violence. Lindsey Graham, we know we call for violence. Now you're calling for violence. You're you're calling for escalation and violence. You're not going to do any of it. Mm-mm. And so, and look, man. No, uh, you're... <laughs> Your temple garments will be spotless. Oh, yeah. And, dude, which, you know, the Mormons, as far as, like, you know, doomsday prepper status, dude, the Mormons have been doing that for a long... That's kind of part and parcel to their belief system. Yeah. So, I guarantee you, this guy's got a templed-out freaking bunker somewhere. T- a temple garment bunker. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> There's drawers full of... <laughs> Tell me what a templed-out bunker looks like. <laughs> Temple garmented out bunker. Okay. Is that because that's what I was trying to say? Okay. So you want to know what that looks like? Yes. I would imagine it looks, it probably has like a Masonic feel to it. It probably has a long uh, stone corridor staircase. <laughs> yes, corridor slash staircase. Yeah. And it's and it's it's not rounded. It's it's kind of like a. It's not arched. Is that it's, obelisk? Is that what you were saying? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So because it's kind of, you know, it's Mormon, it's got like a Masonic feel to it. So you get down, and it's big stone, not small stone, big stone. They're limestone. <laughs> <laughs> and so he oh, really went all out. He's got mahogany drawers, <laughs> maybe all, tombstone. You know. So how how long is this wall here? Thirty two. All right, it's at least twice that long. <laughs> <laughs> Sixty four foot. How tall are the ceilings? How tall are these ceilings? Are <laughs> it's twice that tall. Three times as tall. Three times. It's a hall. It's basically an underground hall. It, okay, it is full of an elaborate system, storage system of mahogany drawers full of silk temple garments. That's it. And he, he might have some food and some other provisions down there, so, but mainly it's about seriously. No, hold them. Hold on. Hold on. This is this is real. Shit. So he doesn't stock. He doesn't stock food or water or any kind of real provisions. Yes, they have that, and they have enough to last for a long time. But you have to understand these things are. This is not my. They're sacred. Is, exactly. So, dude, and they're embroidered with yes. his initials. Oh yeah, dude. Is the up yes he is. Yeah. It's just like I said last week about George Soros saying that it reminded him of Sarajevo. Does this implore you? I mean, does this change your opinion of that situation over there? Hearing this guy say this, not mine. Nope. Not mine at all. No. And so again, and I've still yet to talk to one person that says, you know what, we need to go over there and fight that war. They're out there. I, I and. And it may be like you would think as hard as you people are pushing it mm-hmm. that it would be something popular because you just got through telling me that it's bipartisan. Mm-hmm. How about you go out there and poll your voters and see what they think about it? Well, see what's going to happen. The Republicans who are supposed to have this big red wave are going to sign on to this nonsense and kick themselves square in the nuts for midterms, which is probably part of what this is about. It, it, this has got nasty, disgusting, idiotic mess written all over it. It's should be my name's Bennett and I ain't in it. No. That's I'm Paul and that's between y'all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't have any more. It's all <laughs> you know who's uh, cashing in on the war? Hunter Biden. And who else? What has it, has it driven crack prices down? 
J.P. Morgan, as well as Goldman Sachs. The giant New York Investment Bank is cashing in on the war in Ukraine by selling Russian debt to U.S. hedge funds. Can you can you see if Mitt Romney ever worked for Goldman Sachs? I got a sneaking feeling he probably did. By selling Russian debt to U.S. hedge funds and using a legal loophole in the Biden administration sanctions to do it. Oh, As that's a big the Western world scrambles to defend Ukraine by locking down Russian money, the company is acting as a broker between Moscow's creditors and U.S. investors, pitching clients on the opportunity to take advantage of Russia's war-crippled economy by buying its debt securities low now and selling them high later, according to four financial world sources familiar with the strategy. An investor who declined a Goldman trader's offer to add Russian debt into his hedge funds portfolio because of the war said their trader said the trader suggested he could just put it into your personal account to avoid scrutiny. Yeah. That's trader with a T. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That does not violate the U S sanctions regime. Man, that, that just has to, that's different. probably just a, a, a mishap. That was probably a mistake. Just a little, they didn't mean to do that. They're probably going to go back and fix that. Yeah. And then, forfeit any, yeah. of the, any of that. It says, listen to this, there's nothing illegal about brokering Russian debt trades. In fact, the Biden administration gave investment firms a green light to trade in Russian assets. Well, I don't know. Maybe Stephen Colbert should do a piece on that and then see how clean people's conscience would feel. Does Mitt and Ann Romney have between $17.7 million and $50.5 million of their assets invested at Goldman Sachs? Man, I can't believe it. Well, I, I am floored. I, can somebody pick me up over well, here? That knocked me straight out of well, my chair. Well, no wonder he wants to send the MIG. Simple garments. They yeah. also bought 7,000 shares uh, from of J.P. Morgan Chase stock. Oh, please stop. Look, there's two in, companies in, in that are doing this. Oh, man, that, that dude. Was back in 1999. You Knocked me out of my, well, and what is yeah? What is today? And also, uh, yeah. what what is today? The tenth, eleventh, eleventh, yeah. Also, March eleventh, twenty twenty two, or yeah. several days prior. What, well, actually, I'm sorry. Whatever day that took place, yeah. Believe me, that he bought the shares for fifty three dollars a piece, and now they're well over one hundred and sixty. He did. He had no inside track on any of that. No, no. It was all on the up and up. His conscience is clean, and so are his temple garments. Not old Mitt Chiching Romney, <laughs> dude, and and that that's kind of the thing, dude. How dare you stand up there and talk like that, dude? Ah, uh, biting my tongue. Yep, a, a rope is what you need. Drag him out, tar and feather him. Uh, uh, <laughs> Mussolini is, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what ought to damn happen? So there, I think that we tied that up nice and tidy as best as blue collar blacklisted could. And we have some other bungles. Hey, that's just the politicians that have your best interest in mind. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, he's 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 good. And then I want to see both of them just absolutely kitted out with like AR-15s or something. Oh, those guys there. Yes, so, both yeah. of them. Yeah, Mitt and Lindsey Graham. Like I just want to uh, no, 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 the front lines. No, no, no. no. Yes, I would rather see. Absolutely. I would rather see uh, Lindsey Graham like Sam Fisher from the video game. Uh, uh, oh God. Splinter Cell. Yes. Yeah, like drop him off like. With just a knife, like yeah, he could Rambo like, style. Yeah, he could fast rope into Ukraine mm-hmm. in the middle of the night from a Black Hawk. I think there's a different name for somebody like him. It's, it's, it starts with the F A and ends with a G. <laughs> Fag rope. 
He's a fag. Rope. <laughs> Always happen. <laughs> Always happy to have James stop by. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Rest in peace. God rest his soul. Oh, this kind of went along with what we were talking earlier. The narrative of already starting to push the narrative of the gas price hike and Putin's price hike. And uh, and basically, like, she, she lies through her teeth. And I think, did you talk about it last week, her interviewing for CNN or MSNBC or something like yeah. that? Okay. Yeah. yeah, and she would do great there um, because pretty much you can just tell. You can tell, for one, if she's talking, that she's lying. And she. you can also tell if any of them tell you that they're telling you the truth. Now, this is the truth. You know that a lie's coming shortly thereafter. Yeah. I'll give her credit in the sense that she's uh, she's got stamina to be able to lie that frequently, that that often, and with that ferocity. I mean, yeah. very. She loves to lie, but she's slowing down. It's obvious. Like, and she, I, I would say, is probably she probably would want out, dude. Any even somebody as rotten as her would get tired of lying every day. I would. I couldn't yeah. keep pace. No, no, absolutely not, dude. And. There are some things that took place in my job because of supply chain issues with one of the the bigger things that we distribute, bigger companies, product we distribute, and they and I knew what was going on before it took place. But some of the end users were complaining about certain things, and so I mean, you guys have replaced something in this, and they denied it, denied it, denied it, and oh well, the national sales meeting that they said they did that, yeah, well, so now you're telling me that other other distributors aren't getting preferential treatment. I'll start to believe you about this when y'all lied about that. Well, you got a point. You can't believe a liar. When you build this web of lies, she probably just wants to tap out to CNN and keep lying there. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little less consequential. They get away with it a lot easier. Yeah. The child molestation, not so much. They get caught eventually. Well, that's right. That's why they got an open spot. You guys are blaming Putin for the increase in gas prices recently, but weren't gas prices going up anyway because of post-pandemic supply chain issues? Well, I think there's no question that, as we have seen, and outside analysts have conveyed this as well, the increase in the anticipated continued increase, which is, I think, what some of your colleagues were asking about, that that is a, a direct result of uh, the invasion of Ukraine. And also, there was an anticipation of that uh, that was that uh, was uh, was factored in as gas prices have gone up. So you say that you're going to do everything that you can to reduce the impact that high gas prices have on Americans. Uh, we're asking other countries to think about maybe pumping more oil. Why not just do it here? Well, to be very clear, federal policies are not immol- uh, limiting the supplies of oil and gas. To the con- let me finish. To the con- let me finish. An executive order this Peter, first week that halted new oil and le- gas. Let me let me give you gas. let me give you the facts here, and I know that can be inconvenient, but I think they're important in this moment. To the contrary, we have uh, the, we have been clear that in the short term, supply must keep up with the demand. Where we are, and here and around the world, will we make the shift to a secure, clear, clean energy future? We are one of the largest producers with a strong domestic oil and gas industry. We have actually produced more oil. It is at record numbers, and we will continue to produce more oil. There are 9,000 approved drilling permits that are not being used. So the suggestion that we are not allowing companies... I am trying to (laughs) play catch-up while reading this piece of paper. One of the things they tried to say was that... uh, where we produced more in our first year than Trump did in his first year, which yeah, nice try. That's well, they did nice, nice try because it it took a while for Trump's policies to come online. 
from the Obama era. Yeah. So you didn't yeah. say because that would have been the only year that that happened. And that's not an apples to apples comparison, but that's, and that's what they do with all these things. And so if you're looking at the, the complex and nuance, the, the little nuanced things that they do to try to put these carefully crafted statements out that hope and people won't catch it. And then the people that stand up and clap like a seal, like, Oh yeah, the do see. No, you can't point it. But, and the thing is they used to be better at it because you could kind of obfuscate it a little bit better, but now it, this is so inept. It is so blatant. You can't do it anymore. That's the best you got is that, Oh, we, we produced more oil in our first year than Trump's first year. Right. As he was deregulating everything that Obama had done, like that does this. And then your first year you had to undo his stuff. So Yeah. So basically, that was an extension of his policies that they were in the process of dismantling. He was in the process of dismantling. They they tried to make the correlation. That, oh, oh, we we produce more. Get sit, sit in the corner. Yeah, and and that's a thing she's talking about making the transition to clean energy. Like maybe now is not the time. Yeah, you know. Oh, for them like it if, doesn't if, matter. Like if they, that was like something that was. Uh, if that was a really good option. We, we probably would have just done it organically. Like, we would have just already moved to it. Yeah. But it's it's not really a, a real feasible option at the moment. So maybe just try and work on what you can do to get fossil fuels back down. Yeah. And that, not that to mention be, the reserves that great. we have would last for generations and generations while that did come online. But see, when they talk about big oil, dude, there's big whatever you would call that big green energy too. Solyndra would be one. Yes. They've already, and so that Kamala and this administration, I can't remember the name of the one they've aligned with certain people stand to profit from this. And that's all there is to it. And like you've said before, if these guys really believed in all that hogwash, they wouldn't have places on Martha's vineyard and in the Hamptons. No. And she, was she, and she is talking about that. Well, we have 9,000 permits issued. Mm-hmm which there's regulations that go along. I mean, even after the permits are issued, which there's, there's a, and what Peter Ducey was talking about was they were halting all permits, getting rid of all the permits. One of the executive orders that Biden did like in his first week or something. And there's, there's video of him saying that we're, I, I believe one of the clips is he goes over to this, looks like a kid. She might've been 12, 13, 14 years this, old yeah. and says, look at me, look in my eyes. You know, I promise that we will end fossil fuels. Like we will end yeah. drilling and all of this stuff. Like this is this this is what you wanted. Yes. But as far as the permits go, yes, those are permits that are sitting out there. And I mean, and and instead of taking any kind of responsibility or anything, it's always it's always more convenient to point the finger, and that's what they're doing now is pointing the finger at big oil. Well, they've got these permits; they just won't drill. And the thing is, like it, it takes more than just a permit to drill. And even if you do have a permit to drill, you need a place that has oil underneath. Right. It. So there, in some instances, there may not be a high degree of likelihood that that what you're looking for is in this spot where this permit is for. Yes. Therefore, they either don't or they come up empty-handed. So again, it's more plausible deniability that oh, we we gave you the permits. No. Do you want no. to hear the video of uh, Biden promising this to this girl? Sure, why yeah. not? I want you to just take a look, okay? You don't have to agree, but I want you to look in my eyes. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, we're going to end fossil fuel, and I'm not going to And then they cheer, even. Yeah, two years. And, and see what these idiots don't seem to understand, like Colbert, like, like anybody that would cheer that. 
you your, your big trucks, your aircraft, nothing else is going to move off of fossil fuels, even if everybody um, privately was using an electric vehicle or a bicycle. Driving the cost of fossil fuels up is only going to increase the cost of everything else that's transported, which is basically everything. It's, it's, this is so dumb and so short-sighted and so predictable. Trump predicted this. Anybody with a brain predicted this. Everybody knew what it was going to be, and they've locked onto this agenda no matter what. They're not going to let off of it. It's like a dog on a bone. They ain't going to relinquish it. Yes. They'll take this to the grave, dude. This is this is a hill they'll die on. Yeah. This is what we've talked about before. The end always justifies the means yes. for these people. Everybody else be damned. Yes. The ends. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, and it's it's obvious now that they don't care about any of the collateral damage they create. I mean, it, and strife amongst the people of our class and our stature, it, it, it benefits them. Think about it. How many people are concerned with what we just described with Mitt Romney's investments while he's trying to gin this stuff up? Dude, who has time to be concerned with this? Yeah, really, just follow the money. Yeah. Exactly. And it's, it's always going to be, and that's what it's always been, is following the money. But, dude, to outline it and start to look at the, the you know, it's like, you know that you've got a liver and a spleen, but cutting it open, a human being and looking at it, it's a little bit different than knowing that it's in there. And so when you start to dissect their their corruption, it's it's pretty disgusting. It's pretty disturbing, and it probably smells like a gallbladder that needs to be removed. <laughs> or maybe you ruptured the lower intestine while going for the gallbladder. I don't even know if they're near each other. Are they? Are they? I don't know. Don't you do surgeries your job? <laughs> Not that regularly. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry, blue collar, blacklisted surgeon, crash course and brain surgery. Yeah, what do we got next? I flunked out of medical school. That makes me a doctor in, I don't know, China. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Uh, if I could do a good Chinese impression, I would do one right there. Maybe the general will call in again. You know, good doctor. <laughs> That's racist. You racist. <laughs> Cracker. <laughs> New segment. <laughs> this week and the adults are back in charge. They send the big guns to discuss Ukraine to Ukraine. Where's she at? I don't know. Doesn't matter. She's an Poland. idiot. She's in Warsaw, Poland. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, that's where she's at. Okay. Mom, got it. That's where it is. Okay. Golly. All Mom's right. Mom's got to come in, dude. Somebody didn't do the research. She's not. <laughs> dude, knows nothing. I do the... The wheels coming off, dude, right now. Oh, the wheels are coming off, and here they go. The UN has set up a process by which there will be a review and investigations, and we will, of course, participate as appropriate and necessary. But we all watched the television coverage of just yesterday. That's on top of everything else. That we know. I haven't watched we this yet, yet dude. dude. Oh, and and the thing is, like, it would be funny Mm-mm. if you weren't the vice yeah. president. This is like, painful, I'm, and I know nobody can see it, but I'm literally covering my face because I'm embarrassed. Yes. to listen to this, I like, I if, feel like I just ate a lemon. This is horrible. Like, it's, you know what I mean? Like when you're embarrassed for someone. Yes, absolutely, dude. We we collectively has just. America ate a crap. Again, and the thing this is, segment like, is the adults are back in charge. That's what they sold us on. That's what they told us, and that's the truth. This is the adults being back in charge. Dude, and I said it earlier that, and I don't know. I don't know who I don't know who takes the cake on this. Who can say the most words without really <sighs> saying anything? Because, I, I mean, if you play that back, like she said 
nothing. There was not there, a coherent thought in any of that, what she just I said. I worked with an old lady one time, and she wasn't senile. She was just dumb, and she could, <laughs> she she was up there, like, you know what I'm saying, and everything, and all the stuff. And all. <laughs> what? What? But no, what? I don't. <laughs> you know, like, this is nope. verbatim, for real, what she would say all the time. Like, like I'm over here saying, hey, yeah, man, uh, this algebra equation is this, X, Y, Z, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, I know. And everything and all the stuff with the deal now. <laughs> what was that? You know, and er- you know, and everything and all the stuff and with deal and everything and all. Well, <laughs> okay, well, all right. That's still more coherent than, than what I just heard, and we're going to continue. Or this she, right here. You saw what everything. you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. Is that Billy Madison? No in your rambling, incoherent <laughs> response... Were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? <laughs> Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> I could not agree more. <laughs> yes. Oh, yet, Based on what we've just been able to see, and because we've seen it or not, doesn't mean it hasn't happened. Whoa, 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 whoa. But just limited to what we have seen. Because we've seen it or not doesn't mean it didn't happen. What? Kind of like the garbage truck with the incinerator thing. And the thing is, like, her her voice, man, her speech pattern. And you're, you're said, I'm going to start in the podcast. Yeah, and, she's, and this voice, the American people want me to do blue-collar blacklisted what kind in of this pills? voice. Because it's, it's not a matter of, of uh, if. It's what kind of pills does she take if i had the clip if i because you know the office is hilarious if i had the clip from the office where creed's asking meredith got hit by michael scott and she's in the hospital she's like oh they got me on so many painkillers and he like bust up from the back he's like what do they have percocet oxycontin he's (laughs) rattling them all off like she's on all those she takes them all yes Yes. It's, remember when you were a kid and you went to domino's pizza y'all were too poor to go to domino's uh little uh, cc's or Little Caesars, whatever you had. Yeah. And that, whatever the pores ate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Tombstone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't have a fountain drink. But the suicide, <laughs> they called it. You do all of them? Yeah. Oh, it's a suicide, which I don't know why they called it that. Yeah. But uh, Jesse Smollett's not going to do that, by the way. He's not a suicide. But we'll get to him. And so will the prisoners. But... Uh, <laughs> But, but <laughs> somebody else will be getting him real soon. Yeah, dude, she, uh, she, she's on all of those. Pregnant women going for health care, being injured by, I don't know, a missile, a bomb, in an unprovoked, unjustified war, where a powerful country is trying to take over. Another country violate its sovereignty, its territorial integrity, for the sake of what? Nothing that is justified or provoked? Absolutely there should be an investigation. And we should all be watching. And I have no question the eyes of the world are on this war and what Russia has done in terms of this aggression and these atrocities. I have no doubt. That sounded smart. But wait, there's more. Oh, is there? Oh, yeah. This is the cackle clip. And just to give people some context, because obviously this question is directed to Kamala, the adult who's in charge here, Mm -hmm. when, you know, they got 81 million votes and they became the adults in charge and got the child, Trump, out. 
uh, because he didn't know what he was doing. Yeah. And he had everything all messed up, and they're fixing it. So this process isn't the easiest thing. And sometimes, um, you know, when you're, like, overly qualified yeah. and a reporter asks you a question, you look around like you're lost, and then you hope, like, like if blue-collar blacklisted, like, okay, so the pri- primarily Stanley and, and Rex were having this conversation. If any time something needed to be said, I just looked at you, that would just be you talking. You know what I mean? like, <laughs> she she does this every time. They ask, they direct a question to her, and she looks over at the at, at the Polish representative. Yeah. So is that the Polish president? I'm assuming it is. Again, like she has no idea. Like, I, look, guys, I didn't expect to be here yeah. because I don't really deserve to be here, and I didn't win. We had a guy like that at our old so... job, like that, basically slept his way to the top, like Hills Up Harris did here. And uh, and that and like I've said before, when you sleep your way to the top, I, dude, we've seen it with our own eyes. Granted, it was a homosexual that did it. It was, <laughs> and so um, you know, when you sleep your way to the top, is that and, the guy that was kicking the five gallon? No, no, that was not that guy. That's a different guy. No. But he, yeah, that wasn't him. That was uh, he writes beautiful pieces of music. Yeah. Oh, because I was going to say that guy kind of dressed like a homosexual with those like bedazzler jeans. Right? Yeah, those are very weird. Those bedazzled pants for men with a little flap pocket. Yeah, the pocket that has the flap, like a woman's, mm. yes. a, a, like a woman pant, <laughs> not pants. <laughs> Pant. Pant. Yeah. So, yeah. If you wear those, you... And the thread was like the uh, real bright white. Make sure your purse matches your jeans. Yes, with the little sequins. The man purse. Like a 15-year-old girl from that little store in the mall. For all the sequins. <laughs> what do they call that? Is it Claire's? Sure. So, here we go. And apparently, somebody told a joke that you can't hear off camera because she's just she's hysterical. I ask you about some reporting that my colleague here in Poland noticed. He recently spoke with the mayor of the largest border town, who told him that the refugee system is essentially not set up for this, that it will collapse. It's an improvised system that can work for maybe two weeks, but not indefinitely. And I'm wondering what the United States is going to do more specifically to set up a permanent infrastructure. And relatedly, is the United States willing to make a specific allocation for Ukrainian refugees? And for President Duda, I wanted to know if you think, and if you asked the United States to specifically accept more refugees. Okay. <laughs> a friend in need is a friend indeed. <laughs> okay, I, yeah, I can first. Okay, so this time. Szanowna pani redaktor. Again, it would be funny if you weren't the vice president. And here. And- like I, and I'm sure it's funny for the rest of the world that's laughing yeah. at you because nobody's laughing with you. Oh, it's, it's what an wrong. absolute painful, clown. Painful, but it gets better. The UN has set up a process by which there will be a review and investigations, and we will, of course, participate oh, I'm sure as appropriate and necessary. But we all watched. Oh, this is the one. Way. Okay. All right, and this is going to be the end of our new segment, The Adults Are Back in Charge. This is the last of three. I can ask you, Madam Vice President, President Biden has said that Americans will feel some pain for the sake of defending freedom and liberty, but there does seem to be no end game in sight. How long should Americans expect, how long should we be bracing for um, this really sort of um, historic inflation and some unprecedented gas prices? 
So she yet again looked to him to see if he would answer for her or when obviously it was directed at her. But here we go. This is the answer, and it's gold. It's beautiful. You heard the question. Yes. How long? How long? Okay. Mm -hmm. In terms of uh, the discussions that the president, Johannes, and I had, uh, they ranged in subject, including the issue of the Black Sea, and I'll let him explain in more detail as he would like. Uh, But we are, again, fully aware and apprised because we are in constant communication with the president, with his administration here, about the concerns that they have about the entire region and, frankly, the vulnerability. All you have to do is look at the map. What? She answered no questions. I don't... And Well, I, I mean... And she's an attorney, correct? The prosecutor. She's prosecutor, she but yeah. Prosecutor, okay. So they, say, they say she was... But again, when you sleep your way to where you are and your name is Hills of Harris. Because to me, when you have people like that that are supposedly educated people, it really just makes me <laughs> feel like the adults are in charge. It, it just like it makes me feel safe. It provides it America with a comfort blanket all, of adult maturity. All hope and faith. In, in the educational, in any kind of higher education, how in the world? I, you you answered absolutely nothing. I can't, how, and you prose, prosecuted what? Like, what? Black people. What are you talking about? <laughs> Black people on minute drug charges. That's what she prosecuted. Then she turned around and bailed, the, bailed people off for rioting yeah. during the Black Lives Matter riot. Yeah. So, yeah, she doesn't, you know what, that's enough of the adults in charge because we have to get on to everybody's favorite segment of the week and we'll wrap this pup up, dude. And everybody already knows what it is. Is it time? It's time. It's Let's time? It. Let's get it done. Let's bring it home, boys. <laughs> Go to your home ball. <laughs> have a good more. Ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Captain Reverso, are you ready? Are you ready? This week in (laughs) Confused Moron, Pervert, Democrat, Nutjob, Wackos. We're back on Gateway Pundit. Leftist activist organizes a, quote, sex ed summer camp for 8 to 10-year-olds in Indiana will teach using condoms and all insertables and explore sensations to discover what feels good. Good. Let's get into this. Just when you think the less sexualization of young children can't get any worse, some woke lunatic, usually masquerading as a teacher or an expert of some sort, comes along. A leftist activist in Indianapolis, Indiana, is hosting a sex ed summer camp. And there's a link to their site. Of course, it's a little more obtuse. That will You have to sign in. They've got it hidden. I checked. Because I was thinking about attending. They will teach 8 to 10-year-old children about woke sex ideology, transgender theory, how to use condoms, amongst other disturbing things. The camp, which is being organized by self-proclaimed children's sexuality educator Ashley Robertson, is being advertised for children at ages, I'm sorry, in grades 3 to 5, who can be as young as 7 years old. In other words, way too young for some adult who's not their parent to discuss their sexuality with them. 
major hat tip to Choice, Choice Media's executive, executive director, Tony Kennett, who exposed Robertson's event in a long tweet thread. Robertson, who calls herself Miss Ashley, is charging $250 for the woke indoctrination session that will cover several inappropriate topics for such young children. There's a trans encouragement for elementary children right on schedule. Trans encouragement. Nice. As is always the case with radical leftists, they are playing a game of hide the ball when it comes to their insane agenda. In this case, Robertson cleverly weaves benign-sounding topics into the itinerary to mask the true perverted nature of sexualizing third graders. However, things get even more disturbing when realizing how radical Robertson and her views truly are. According to her bio on Multi-Amory, a leftist progressive podcast, we'll have to check that out. See how we stack up. Do you think they got more listeners? No. I don't know, dude. Being a pervert seems to be pretty popular. Do you think it pays dividends? Possibly. I mean, 250 bucks to send your kid to a perv camp so they can learn perv stuff? I mean, what adult in their right mind is going to send their kid to a trans camp? Well, that's the I mean, thing. None of them are in their right mind. Well, I mean, that's... A good... Robertson is a self-proclaimed expert on age-appropriate education about sex and consent for children. So you notice a theme here. Consent, consent, consent. It's all about, like I've said for years, they want to lower the age of consensual sex. Consent. For children who identifies as a feminine, bi-curious, ethically polyamorous, sexual submissive. Can we find out what what does polyamorous mean? You find me a third grader that knows what polyamorous means. Well, it's <laughs> got to be bad because it's, she made sure to denote that it's ethically polyamorous. Therefore, she can be a clean conscience. You remember that? Yes. Wow. Reversos on the case. So it is the practice of or desire for intimate relations with more than one partner with the informed consent of all partners involved. Wait a minute. Isn't that what that one woman was, the actress from Disney? Demi Lovato, the fat-headed one, whose head looked like a beach ball. <laughs> Who had that stupid haircut. Yeah, with a couple chins. Yes. Yeah, triple chin. No, nah, she was pansexual. Damn it. Hard to keep up. Somebody we talked about was poly something, like polysexual or something, but polyamorous is a new one. I, I haven't run across this yet. No, well, it to I think be, it was Polly Pocket. It might have been. <laughs> it could have been Polly Pocket. I tell you what, <laughs> <laughs> Juicy Smollett, they're going to find out where it is prison pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I stole that from Reverso, by the way. Not about him, but that, 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 that nasty word. <laughs> you touched Reverso's prison pocket? No. Not only that, this so-called children's specialist has over a decade of experience in BDSM scene. That's like the uh, whips and chains, right? BDSM. I don't know what the acronym stands for, but I'm pretty sure that's like the bondage. Bondage. Yeah, beat down something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and isn't shy of perverse topics to boot. In a podcast appearance on Multiamory, Robertson discussed topics like introducing pornography to kids, polyamorous relationships, non-monogamy, teaching kids to talk to people outside their family, strangers, and how to, to discuss kink. She even touched on how to discuss these topics. Hold on, Reverso. Go back up. She even touched on how to discuss these topics with children who have special needs. Jeez, freaking Louise. Robertson discussed topics like introducing pornography to kids. And here, like, I'll, I'll keep it short. Everybody knows my stance on pornography. If you've been listening for any amount of time. Pornography is an absolute cancer on any culture. 
It's a cancer on American culture. I think it ties into a lot of our problems, especially socially. But for somebody to want to do that, this same thing, dude, you can, you can solve this with the same thing that Mitt Romney needs. What's more, Robertson has also posted on Facebook about teaching young kids to use condoms on all insertables and about how to explore sensations and discover what feels good. And there's the seven and eight-year-olds aren't even the youngest targets of Robertson's perverted teaching. So he also runs a workshop titled, wow, I hadn't read this far down in this article, Potty Training and Early Sex Education. This one just doesn't even make sense, but yet again, she's charging parents to attend, this time $30. Look at this wacko. I'd like to cave her teeth. <laughs> on her throat for that. Potty, potty... Okay. Robertson is not just some fringe character who is spouting off nonsense to nobody. She teaches students regularly and has several educators that are following her Facebook page group. Let's talk about sex ed with Miss Ashley, including multiple elementary school teachers, a professor of teacher education at Eastern Michigan University, and even the head diversity, equity, and inclusion reviewer for Pearson Education, which is, is a massive curriculum publisher for schools. Stop right there. A reviewer. Go back up. Let me read that whole sentence. Again, it makes me lose all my faith in higher education no, well, and also stop, makes me stop. wonder how hard is it to actually obtain one of these degrees? She teaches students and even the head diversity, equity, inclusion reviewer for Pearson Education, which is a massive curriculum publisher for schools. And so like the uh, the listener that, that emailed wanting to homeschool her kids, and th this is why. And that, that woman said that she had a professional job. She never imagined herself as having to homeschool her kids, but feels it is this necessary. I feel it is this necessary, too. Agreed. And yeah, then, she said and She said public school is not an option. And, and it, I, I, dude, I, <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I don't want to sound like Chicken Little, but no, it, it, it can't be an option anymore. And like I've said so many times – it's at a point when, when weirdos like this are choosing to surround themselves with children, you have to be skeptical of anyone at this point that chooses to surround their, themselves with children, especially if their their politics lean to the left because, dude, you're, you people are sick. You're, because if you don't practice it yourself, you sympathize with it. That's a problem. I, dude, I can't leave my children in the care of anybody like you or anybody that thinks like you or anybody that doesn't blow the whistle on you, and that's another problem, just like we've seen in the past with some of the perverts that we've had on this week and idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat, nutjob, wackos. Other people around them stay silent. That's a freaking problem, dude. People know these things are going on. They say nothing. Lincoln Project, the people knew that guy was doing that stuff with those, those young men. Didn't say anything because they either participated, but their, their silence equals complicity. Considering all of the above, one thing is for sure, no parents should send their child of any age to anything Robinson will be teaching, let alone a summer camp style setting. This type of indoctrination is pure. We should try to have that woman on our show. I think it's a great idea. I think we should have her on. I would love to. And maybe, I well, think so too. the only problem is that if they actually look at our podcast, they're going to they're gonna know the hook. Yeah. So how will we do that? We'll have to figure that out. I mean, who cares? Like she's, she's as dishonest as people can get. Like you're the... Well, you're we could absolute... we could put out an open invitation that hey we we disagree with what you're doing. Would you like to come on here and defend yourself? No, we've she been, would not. Because we've been slandering you and we'll continue to do so. Yes, you're easily one of the most evil people that I have seen since we've been doing this show. That's right. I'm I'm having trouble making yes. light of it. This like it's sure. terrible. Well, you were here for and... the uh, two professors. You were out during that time when we had the two professors on. Yeah. That, that were just openly talking about child molestation. So They might have listened to this one. Kids consent and sexual education. Yeah. And then, but like I said before, dude, the scourge of pornography on this country. Look, I, I, for the people that haven't listened to our earlier, earlier shows, 
I'm not speaking from a Jasper throne. I have had a pornography for, for addiction for years. When my first kid was born, I stopped looking at it. I, I had a epiphany. I, I detest it. I'm like a, a, somebody that stopped smoking cigarettes cold turkey. It is a scourge on our population. And you notice these people sympathize with it, excuse it, and want to implement it. So a relationship, you cannot have an actual, meaningful, fulfilling relationship with someone of the opposite sex and be addicted to pornography or using pornography, in my opinion, to any extent. It's it's awful. And anytime you, when they're grooming, when, when people are grooming children, the introduction of pornography is crucial to them getting what they want to normalize sexuality. And that's and widely available internet porn of anything you could ever want to find for free on a smartphone. You can't have it. You can't have it. And that's what they push. That's what they do. And I'm not suggesting that they regulate pornography at all. I don't think that you should do that. I think that, I think it's, it, it falls under the, personally under the First Amendment. I hate it. I think it falls under the First Amendment. I think that people need to be responsible and stop being stupid. I mean, just like I don't think you should get drunk out of your mind and go drive your car, you should have the ability to control your urges and your compulsions and stop being an idiot. And I think that because people can hide pornography more so than they can hide an, an addiction to alcohol or anything else, that they think it's okay. I mean, that's one of the things that I found where people are most sympathetic. And again, I'm not trying to, to, to be judgmental and sanctimonious and preach down to people. I, dude, I've, I've looked at more porno than probably anybody in this room. Except for reversal. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And so, and that's the thing, man. Like, you got to realize I'm putting this out here, like, on a show that's growing and growing and growing. So, I mean, but I think it's that important that people, I mean, I, I hate it. And I'm not saying that if you, you you look at pornography, you're like this woman, but this woman is promoting the behavior that you're practicing. You know what I mean? Because it's that nasty. Showing that to, think about it, dude. At our age. So, internet porn... And, and became widely available and at least to me, tw- 20 years old, I guess. And it, and it, dude, it was just like this huge discovery of like what everything, anything you could want, any you know, type of female you could ever imagine. And, uh, at 20 years old, at eight, seven years old, I, you cannot even imagine the psychological damage. And, and these people are in society now, and she's potentially one of them because now you're going to start to, you're starting to see the long-term ramifications of children that were made, that pornography was made available to at a very young age. And so there's, you could never quantify what this is going to do and is doing and has done to our society because people don't want to talk about it. People, like, again, make excuses for it. And again, it's a scourge, dude. It's terrible. And I have to say that from time to time, and it's been a while, so sue me if you didn't like it. But... Next is, you know what? I don't have time for that one. A lot of left-wingers are mad because Disney's not uh, signing or not speaking out against the uh, that Florida law where they're not letting them do this. Yes. So uh, there's a bunch of unhinged leftists that are, that are wanting to boycott Disney who's gayer than gay. Cause they, well, I mean, they have gay day. Yeah. So, and, like, my son's, oh, I've got to go to Disney, son. I know it's... There's, there's no maybe, like, oh, no, no, we're not going there. Son, there's not going to be a day. <laughs> said, and not going to happen. You can go when you're 18. Not going to happen. So, <laughs> it's uh, not, not going to happen. Yeah. Uh, and, hey, man, if you want to take your kids to Disney, knock yourself out. It's not for me. I'm, anybody that supports the stuff that I've seen them support, I'm out. No thanks. Vote with your feet and vote with your dollars. Lastly, on this weekend, idiot cross-dressing, confused moron, pervert, Democrat nutjob, wackos, reversal. You might have to look up the clip of uh, Juicy Smoulet saying what he was saying as they're escorting him out of the I think there's something else we need to throw in the title of that this week, though. What is it? 
I think it needs to be this week in idiot race baiting, cross dressing, confused moron, pervert, democrat, nut job, wackos. Ladies and gentlemen, we we have we're, we have a problem. Uh, some new developments that I was not aware of that completely changed the trajectory and the optimism of this story because we had obviously everybody since yesterday, including a lot of my coworkers, Yank because he's from Chicago. So technically, I'm not a Yankee. I'm from the Midwest, which is true. Extremely happy because he felt that it that it did it did a disservice to the city of Chicago. I can understand that. I was not aware that this is a protected custody. Because people, not me, I would never say anything like this, but people were kind of speculating that maybe his tonsils would be treated like Mike Tyson would hit a heavy bag. Or maybe the way Floyd Mayweather would hit a speed bag. In prison? His tonsils. Yeah. yeah. You think that that might have happened in prison? Or you think that people were saying that that was going to happen to his tonsils in prison? Yes. Yeah. Because Goodness gracious. I mean, how could it not? If he was putting, listen, I so people were going to punch him in the mouth. No, 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 no. His tonsils, well, so to speak. <laughs> so here's the thing. I, you know, I watch a lot of prison shows, so I'm down with the lingo. Yes. Like, hold my pocket. <laughs> Number one. Number two. If they had put him in Gen Pop, <laughs> that's what they call yeah. general population. <laughs> <laughs> which is not where he's going to be, unfortunately. Uh-uh. Which he's not going to prison. He's going to county jail. But it's it's whatever Cook County. And so Yank at work, oh, he he even knows the address. Like, I used to deliver right over there. Blah, 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 blah. He's going there. And I'm sure it's in Chicago. I'm sure it's not a yeah. very fun place at all. I wouldn't want to be there. That sucks. But we do have a two-minute clip of the sentencing. And the judge says some pretty moderately stone-cold uh, verbiage here when he's talking about the wheels of justice and the hammer of justice. And, uh, but again, in light of this new, I, I really didn't realize that it was a protect. I thought that because I thought they asked for protected custody and he denied them here, but something must've transpired after or developed after this took place here. So let's have a listen. In the following sentence, and here's your sentence. I'm sentencing you to 30 months felony probation and the probation is going to be to this court. You're going to be a. What if his sentence was a Kamala sentence Then nobody would understand it? He wouldn't have to go to jail. Allowed to travel wherever you want. You do not have to live in the state of Illinois. You can report by phone. I know that uh, if you're going to try to make a living and do some of the things you do, you may have to go to uh, other uh, the places, New York and Los Angeles. You can do those things. You will pay restitution to the city of Chicago in the amount of $120,106. You are fined $25,000, which is the maximum fine. And you will spend the first 150 days of your sentence in the Cook County Jail. And that will start today, right here, right now. Mr. Smollett, though the jury found you guilty and I've sentenced you as I have, you have the right to appeal the findings and rulings of the court or ask your sentence to be modified. To do those things, you need to file a notice of appeal in writing within 30 days. You may also file a motion to modify your sentence, which would have to be filed in writing within 30 days. Anything not stated in those filings are waived for purposes of appeal. You cannot afford lawyers or transcripts. They would be provided for your charge. Do you have any questions? No, I would just like to say to your honor that I am... Uh, I didn't ask for comments. That's what I was about to say. Okay. I am not suicidal. Okay. I am not suicidal. I am innocent, 
and I am not suicidal. If I did this, then it means that I stuck my fist in the fears of black Americans in this country for over 400 years and the fears of the LGBTQ community. Your Honor, I respect you and I respect the jury, but I did not do this. And I am not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. I respect you, Your Honor. I respect your decision. Jail time. I am not suicidal. Okay. But here's the thing. You did do it, so you did stick your fist in the face of yes, the black absolutely. community for over 400 years in this country and the LGBTQ communities because you did do it. Which because I, when everybody thinks of Chicago, they always think of it as, quote-unquote, MAGA country. Yeah. You clown shoe, race-baiting idiot. Like, you did it. He's a fag. <laughs> yeah, so does he think he's going to be like Epstein or something? Is that why he keeps saying he's... he's yeah, like, yeah, dude, you're not important. Nobody cares. Dude, I you're know. the butt of so many jokes, dude. Yes. And As a matter of fact, no that pun judge, intended. Yeah, what? that judge told him that people, like your name, is synonymous with lying. Yes, you're... Like, you're. A, they had a script. Like, <laughs> like and that was in, submitted in the evidence. They had a script of what to say, which is beautiful. But the thing is, too, like, I respect you. I respect you. It doesn't matter. Your respect is meaningless because you're a dirtbag. Yes. But who cares about your respect? Like, that's like saying you were respected by Jeffrey Dahmer. Guess what? No, thank you. Like, I don't want it. Go away. I'm worse for it. Nobody, I don't want your respect. You're a scumbag. Yeah, you know what? At the end of my days when I'm laying on my deathbed and I look back and I say, you know, I remember that day when Juicy Smolier said he respected me. It's one of my fondest memories. <laughs> Who like dude, I couldn't care less. Like like you said, don't want it, don't need it. Kick rocks, dude. Like yeah. your sentence is too light. I, I I don't even care for the fact. Well, you can do your probation anywhere. Well, that's not much of probation now, is it? Yeah, yeah, and, really. and the thing you know, is you too, can, you can go and work. Surely to God you can't still work. Well, that's what I was. So I was watching it live, and I, I was getting upset with like, oh well, you're, like they're giving this guy, you know, uh, nothing. And which I don't see that he spends all the 150 days in jail. I, I'm I'm skeptical to whether that's going to happen or not. Yeah, but that guy might not leave after he sees the showers. He'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah, have to pry him out of there, dude. <laughs> You're 150 days or off. I, I, I'm You've sorry. You've been in here for two years. You gotta go. I'm sorry to have to do this <laughs> to make another office reference. But obviously, Oscar, the gay character, Kevin, the, the one that's not all there. It's like you would love prison. Why would I love prison? Oh, you would love prison. <laughs> <laughs> Same thing. Juicy Smoothie would. He'll love it. Which, granted, again, he's not going to prison. He's going to jail. The, oh, they'll the, have to light a fire and smoke that dude out of prison. Yeah. Which I, I'm, I'm assuming that he's probably going <laughs> to. They're probably going <laughs> to feed him a lot of tossed salad. <laughs> but, I mean, come on! I can't be the only one with these jokes, dude. People have been talking about this all day. Come on, Reverso, you got nothing. Reverso, to the people that don't know, is notorious for saying things that have to be edited out because he's trying to strike this balance. Uh, we're a year running here, and he still hasn't found it of what's acceptable and what's not. What isn't is not acceptable. He just says whatever, and it's usually it's worse than me. To and that's which I get edited a lot too. That's fine, but it's uh, he should have something really inappropriate to say right now. I think he's gun shy. Nothing. No. Nothing about a. a <laughs> <laughs> nothing about a. Uh, <laughs> maybe a. Uh, 
prison pocket or <laughs> no. I am you know, the prison pocket is nothing nasty. That's basically like a what do they call those things? The uh like the Greek sandwich thing that's in like the pita pocket. Like a euro? Yeah. No, not a euro. No. Falafel. It's a pe- it's a pe- it's a pita pocket. Uh-huh. I used to get one uh I used to get one at a, at a Greek. So you get a prison pocket? <laughs> It was stuffed with meat. <laughs> it, it was it was steak though. Oh, okay. Well, is that it? Is that all we got, ladies and gentlemen? Thank you for listening. Next show again three eighteen twenty two. That's a Friday five six one three six three six zero six zero. Our email is fo at bcblpodcast dot com. Yes, that's gonna take a minute. I got to get that on the dry erase board. Info at bcblpodcast.com. And uh, as always, thank you for listening. And Rex would like to leave you with a little bit of wisdom, what to do if you do like our podcast and what to do if you don't. If you like it, subscribe. If you don't like it, subscribe. Share it. <laughs> send us an email. Call. And Dude, send up smoke signals for all I care. <laughs> Boom roasted. Tell your friends. We're out of here. He's a fag. Oh, That's too true for radio. No, you can't sing about it, they'll show you the door Cause Nashville ain't got any balls anymore They cast you aside, hope you'll tuck tail and leave But you ain't ever met an old boy quite like me Well, I'd rather be real than put on a fake show But that's too true for real